Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. Thank you for being with us today. One of my favorite places, not not just a shop, but also to eat. I think we all know the, the, the yeah. fried chicken in Critchfield. Oh, yeah. oh. you just say the word. Right. <laughs> you say fried chicken in this town, people think Critchfield. Mark Critchfield, Critchfield mm-hmm. is on the phone with us. And, you know, the, the family, there are still Critchfields mm-hmm. in Critchfield, right? It's, it's still yeah. run by Critchfield. And, right? and they do everything, right, Mark? I've seen you in action everywhere serving the chicken serving the sides uh just about loading everything the trucks. <laughs> loading the trucks <laughs> washing the I, dishes I do, yeah uh, <laughs> it's truly a family business so yeah i love I've it done, how many done everything how many critchfields are there left in the business i know you have like second generation or third generation how many generations uh we're on our third generations i have three sons in it i have uh, my nephew anthony which is the store manager and my son Clayton is helping me at the, at my wholesale, and then I have two sons, and then I have a uh, Anthony's wife, which um, she's the head baker, and uh, other family will help during the holidays as well. My brother and and sisters and whoever I ask will, will usually chip in. Well, I got to say that's music to my ears. That way, I've got generations of Critchfields to to help service the restaurant, Sylvia. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, I've, I've, yeah. I've been a Critchfield customer for twenty years now, whether it was another restaurant or not. Mostly steaks, and, right? and I got to say, I mean, it is a family business. I've, there's been many a days where last minute Mark's dropping off a case of something that I need to get me through the oh, night, yeah. which I really appreciate that, especially nowadays, right? So people think meat for Critchfield. You guys think butcher shop, but. And I always called it Critchfield Butchers, but it's really more than a butcher shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a full-service grocery now with the new store on Southland. But don't sleep on the bakery. Oh. The, oh, the, the bakery. bakery the, the Italian, like, cream cakes and the, the, the pies. They're, the pies, I had a pie, a, a Critchfield pie for my last birthday. It was amazing. The, 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 the baked goods are off the charts. Yeah, we make everything from scratch. And, uh, of course, we have, like you said, the fried chicken and everything on the hot bar is made from scratch. And then uh, we have the grill there, the butcher's grill. You get a good hamburger or a ribeye oh, yeah. steak sandwich or, or any kind of special there. So mm, it used yeah. to be we're more of a, a known as a butcher shop, but um, this has been a dream come true with the family market. So um, it's been a good journey. And how about that location? I mean, I love the move to Southland. It's the hot area in town. It's up and coming, and uh, the neighborhood has been uh, uh, well-received, so. How was it changing, like moving from, you know, the original location, or at least the location I always knew, the one in Zandale, to a much larger footprint? Mm-hmm. Because it didn't, mm-hmm. you went from, you know, a store to a market, right? That's the only way I can describe it. It's as big as a supermarket. Well, where we started from in 1969 was on North Limestone. My dad started it by leasing a meat shop in the back of a hardware store. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody buys meat in the hardware, hardware store. Hardware store, right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Taylor's Grocery and Hardware, and he put a butcher shop in there after being the head meat cutter uh, around town at a lot of places. And he, uh, he five years later, we we bought the store, or at least the whole building, and made it a full grocery. And then in 1986, we moved to Zandale. We were there until 2020 of October. And then we opened uh, on Southland Drive in November of uh, 2020. Well, if you haven't been to Critchfields, and especially the new location, I think you've been living under a rock. Cause it's like the place, you know, especially to go. And Mark, you're going to talk about stuff for holidays and, and things coming up. But we, we, i got to get to the meat of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, no I pun intended right that. there. 
Um, can we talk about the market? Because uh, you know, I'm I'm a consumer. I think you're you're going to be one step, maybe two or three uh, higher up this chain than I am. Can you explain to us what we can expect this holiday season? What we've been through? What we're going through? Got, show us the way. What's happening with these prices and availability? Well, actually, I, I was looking at the uh, pricing compared to last year. And last year, if you remember, all the restaurants were starting to open back up, yeah. all of them, and uh, it put a real big strain on the food uh, supply. So I was actually looking. A lot of the beef prices uh, are cheaper than last year. Really? Uh, well, that's going to the music. The to one thing that's up in the short supply is turkey. <laughs> oh, turkey that's real, huh? That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The turkey, turkey is tight um, and higher because of the bird flu and it, it just okay the bird flu is the primary market. reason then yeah, you're probably the guy to talk to when it comes to this stuff because like you said you see it you know two three steps yeah. before any of us where did it where, yeah, sorry where oh. did it hit like yeah, yeah. bird flu, it, bird it, flu. It, it's hit all over the united states it, it's knocked out flocks all over the united states it got into the chicken and one time the chicken market you know you saw jeremy how high it got yeah sure. now it's starting to get back in the levels it should be good so yeah actually chicken is back at the same price as they were or maybe even cheaper than last year mm-hmm. um like i said beef is but the turkey it started i think in late spring maybe early winter the bird flu started hitting <laughs> and it takes about six months to you know get a turkey raised to um to tom's size you know mm-hmm. so that's the reason you're having um no, it's a really there i'm gonna get my shipment of turkeys i'll get the number of turkeys i just won't get the large turkeys oh so, larger the big deal got, huh uh-huh. yeah because they didn't get their their sets down what they call their sets to where they uh get to get their growth to get that yeah. big. so they get their sets down until maybe august where it usually takes six months to get up to over a 20 pound bird we're just not going to get anything over 20 yeah. pounds. So, so it's going to be very few. Is this cyclical? I mean, does the avian flu just come? I mean, this is this you know, is like, not is new. Is this normal? Yeah. Is this normal? or? Uh, uh, I mean, no, I don't think it is normal. It's just it's hit, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, just like any other kind of virus. It, it, it's out there, but. Hit at the wrong you know, time. <laughs> so it hit the wrong time. Right? The other uh, ill effect of the, the poultry market, I guess, was eggs, um, which is, you know, it's sure. just a whole other product from a chicken that you, you don't really, I guess, maybe you do think about. I mean, about if you got chicken egg, problems, you probably got egg problems. And we do. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, you do have egg problems. Eggs are probably, <laughs> I mean, Jeremy probably has, I, I think, at least double, if not three times higher than they were last year. See, uh, eggs are eggs already are so cheap. Great. That they, they were to the consumer. You go well. It was a dollar. Uh, yeah. You know now yeah, it's dollar eighty nine. You don't mm. really know it, but for someone who owns a restaurant uh, that sells eggs, right? A lot of them. Lexington Diner crushes eggs. I oh, mean, we're talking yeah, like breakfast. five, fifteen dozen cases of yeah, eggs on sure, a Sunday. Sure. You know, so yeah, that really adds up when it's three times the cost and. You know, you should. You, you're right. That's the. I think that's the challenge for restaurant operators right now. The things you didn't think about being costly before mm-hmm. you know the stuff you could be liberal with and yeah. not worry about are really well, expensive eggs, now and they, they really eggs, contribute to your plate well costs. and butter yeah butter, butter is a big Green deal apparently that, yeah. but but tell me something mark uh you google this and everything's in shortage um so i don't know what to even believe i mean what about like grocery items uh, what are you all experiencing are you able to get stuff um, we're, we're able to get things. Some of them are being limited at how much we can buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like margarine and, and 
just different just different canned goods or box products i mean they're just um some things you're just limited what you can get so for the consumer um, let me ask you this because you like you are like you said two levels ahead of us on this so six months ago we started seeing the turkey shortages or mm-hmm. the short, and now we're those are finally being impacted to the consumer because you know it takes a little while for us to see what is the next thing after we get turkey settled what's what's going to be the thing in six months that we can't get or that you're, you yeah. think can you foresee that far ahead you know um i'm hearing after christmas there might be a beef shortage Ooh. and uh, um, because of the record pricing they were getting people are flooding the market uh and right now there's a shortage of prime beef out there and you've seen prime beef just go through the roof mm-hmm. uh, well usually there might be a Two or three dollar a pound difference between a prime and a choice cut. They're as much as ten dollars a pound on a prime ribeye right now. What so about? It's, it's yeah. crazy. And that's a big for for the consumer again, Jeremy. Is that if you're going to the store and you want to get prime, are you okay getting choice? If it, are you, would you rather have mm-hmm. choice if it's ten dollars more a pound than prime? Is uh, that the higher one? Choice would be ten dollars cheaper. Oh, that's okay. that's <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I mean. the other way around. Choice okay. is ten dollars cheaper for the consumer. Do you opt for that, or is it is it that good of a dare? Is it still? It well, it's incredible. I mean, prime is is, is highly selected, highly marbled, and, and wonderful. You know, but it really depends on the operation you're running because, you know, some of the high end customers mm-hmm. that I have. You know, a yeah, prime ribeye know. is a little fatty in sometimes. Yeah. You know, oh, true. but That's you know, a, a prime New York strip is absolutely fantastic in terms of marbling and you know, not mm-hmm. not too much of that intercostal big stuff, right? So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a prime guy because I like full flavored animal fats and meat and corn fed. But some good people old, wouldn't in, in our restaurants. Know. Yeah, right. in our restaurants. What can consumers do, Mark? What would you advise on turkeys, getting back to turkeys, uh, besides not doing turkey? <laughs> what if you want a turkey? You, know, you do see that, that Thanksgiving is becoming more and more yeah. non-traditional, getting away from the turkey. A lot of families, even myself, I ate tenderloin last year. I didn't eat turkey. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I have to have a little bit of turkey. I might get a, a, a red meat and then have a turkey breast. But um, if, if they don't want turkey, there is other poultry items out there that you can get, sure. whether it be a a hen or a pheasant or um, goose. you know geese or yeah. goose or a duck or quail. There's other things that are out mm-hmm. there, and we do stock a lot of those things in our store. And see, that's but, the difference. Like, you can't just pick that up at a big grocery store. Any no, of that cool you, game and stuff. And that's what you find at Critchfield. And I get asked that most than any other question from my customers. It's not like, hey, what's this recipe or whatever, but hey, where do I, where can I get some yeah, of this? Sure. Where do you sure, want rabbit? You're not going to get rabbit but, in, but if, anywhere else. No. If you're a turkeyophile and you really <laughs> want a turkey, <laughs> I like that word. what do you do? Do you go early and settle for a small bird? Um, well, do they need to put in orders? What What do we need yes, to do? We're taking orders. We have a certain amount of turkeys that we've ordered. To come okay. In. So get and in there now, just right? Best, just just best to place your order ahead, and we'll try to reserve a turkey for you. Now, I might order a you know a thousand fresh turkeys, and I might order a certain amount of different sizes. But when my order comes in, it might be you know mm-hmm. I might get more heavier, more lighter birds. So you know you have to give us a leeway of maybe a two oh, to okay. three pounds one way most people you should figure about a pound of fresh meat per person on turkey a lot of people will come in and want a 25 pound turkey to feed two people you know it's, it's something they just go overboard so um they want a lot leftovers of people can cut back and they just want yeah they want the leftovers when it so comes if they do 
Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. When it comes to turkey, I'm interrupt. Is smaller tastier? Like, what is That's actually true. better? Would yeah. you Would you r- rather have one giant bird or two smaller birds from a from an eating perspective? Instinctively, I say small. Am I right? I, I think that what most people would think would be the hen. Anything under 16 pound is what we consider a hen turkey. Um, and typically, a lot of people think they're going to be more tender. Mm-hmm. I've cooked toms i've cooked hens and i'll be honest with you i can't really tell can't the tell that's good no oh interesting speaking of little little tips as a butcher okay you go in there you you, you didn't order turkey you forgot to get your turkey what's what's a nice little like critchfield mark critchfield secret of hey you know it used to be what was it the hanger steak or it used to be the yeah. uh what, oh, yeah, like secret the, cut? yeah the secret cuts that that most people aren't getting what's what's the cut you would go this is this is what i like well, if I went to Jeremy's restaurant, he nailed it on the head earlier. I would get the prime New York strip. That, mm. That's my go-to steak every time. Had a boy, that's good. Prime there New you York go. Strip. Mm. Now, if you want a, a good steak that's uh, maybe cheaper that eats real well, I would go with the uh, top sirloin culotte muscle, and mm-hmm. um, it has real nice marbling. Uh, it's probably half the price of the New York strip, and uh, it has real good flavor, and it's usually very tender. Yeah, that's a real neat that. cut. It's kind of like. Uh, an interesting shape too has a little bit of a triangular mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. But Mark, I've never really had any problems cutting those. You know, there's a little bit of a vein, and as long as you kind of slice that right way, I mean, you can cut that uh, culotte into two or three really nice sirloin steaks. Mm. And and that ha- that's what you'd ask for if you went to the counter because I've I've gone to the counter before. It's so neat. It's a great. Tip. You have so many great people, oh, wow. and that meat is so fresh. Uh, so you'd ask for a culotte. Yeah. Mm. Is that also a cat? Yeah. So is that also like the cat? Do some people call that the picanha? Oh, yeah. That would be the uh, South American or Brazilian version where they kind of skewer it a little bit, kind of yeah. half moon shaped mm-hmm. and Most spit roast it. Most people use the tri-tip for that. Okay. Tri-tip, mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. Well, uh, Mark, back to the store. You changed from being, uh, you, you've added a restaurant, you have the hot food counter you have a lot of things is there any particular challenge that you faced in moving to a new location and expanding your kind of i mean you're an all you're a one-stop place you can have lunch do your grocery shopping pick up some fried chicken for tomorrow's picnic what what's the most challenging when we first moved in in covid there was uh, there was a lot of people that are unemployed and actually when we hired to staff our deli we had probably people we hired that were former managers of restaurants, so we probably uh, were over, getting people that are overqualified for the position they're in. Now, since everybody, you know, since there's an employment shortage, yeah. we've lost some of those people. They've become managers of other restaurants or, yeah. or left. So, you know, your everyday cook and deli, man, deli people, you know, we're having a hard time filling and um that with uh, stalkers and stuff like that they come and go so okay. just like everybody having a employment shortage yeah you're having that yeah. hey before uh, mark are you distracted can you be distracted for a second sure okay uh what's the fried chicken recipe <laughs> <laughs> That was slick. That was. Slick. I tried. I, I, I tried. I thought I'd just pull dollar. it out of the air. You know. A we rehearsed this too. Yeah, I mean. we did. We rehearsed this. <laughs> you, anyway. I mean, you realize that, and we only got like a, about a minute left, but we got to spend it talking about fried chicken. I know I've got one of the ingredients ready for a market. Chicken. It's crushed up Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos. Oh, it has crushed to be. up Cheetos. No. There's also dehydrated blueberries in there. So no, nobody's ever going to figure this out. I, 
I I am someone who's literally <laughs> taken whole vacations just to eat at what I thought was a good fried chicken place, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. telling you, my, my I, brother, right? I've, I and I'm telling you that I have yet to go anywhere in the country from New Orleans to New York. Where California. You find Critchfield's chicken. I have yeah. never had chick chicken that's better. I've never had anyone go. Well, I would eat that over Crit. Critchfield's is still top one percent fried chicken. It, I, it really I agree. Is. I agree. Hey, maybe well, some I, night we can like if you're talking your sleep, maybe you'll say that recipe and we can get it recorded. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say my favorite part is I really appreciate going into a store and having a meat counter and talking to mm-hmm. a butcher, like yes. not just somebody that's on the clock, but somebody that you know yeah. can kind of guide me through what I want. Or if I'm just in a you know kind of yeah. cankery mood and I want three inch steak, then yeah. go back there and go. And I've been and beside people with a smile. That kind of service, yeah. eating a three inch steak. Well, I mean, that'd be more like a roast, wouldn't it? But I've been say. known to put away <laughs> plenty of meat. Well, uh, hey, Mark uh, yeah. of Critchfield, thank you thank so you, much for coming and talking to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh-huh, uh, bye-bye. And if you're, if you're a stranger to Critchfield, don't be. Go out there and check it out oh, on Southland. Oh, yeah, Southland Drive. All right, back in a moment. Food News and Choose Radio.